live from our- Whoa. Whoa, 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 that was, whoa. That was, that was a little high. <laughs> yeah, it was. Live from our respective apartment. It's Charles Manning from Plastic. <laughs> Sean Connery introduces the show. <laughs> I, I can't do a Sean Connery, but that's what you sound like. This money penny. Live from our respective apartment. No, nope. <laughs> Live from our respective apartments. It's just meaningful plastic. Here are the hosts and judges, Kitty Clay and Narber, and Chris Stockham Goodman. We are already off the rails and we've barely begun, Chris. Woo-hoo. Welcome to Just Meaningful Plastic, a Dancing with the Stars retrospective podcast. Great. We got the business out of the way. Katie, I'm so excited to be here. Are you? I'm so excited to be here. It's a little bit upsetting because the last time that we did this, I was in the same room as you and I could reach over and like touch you anytime that I wanted. So it's a little bit upsetting now that I'm looking at you through, uh, I was about to say a television screen. I'm not looking at you through a TV screen. I'm looking at you through a computer screen. But about about that reaching out and touching thing, uh, you're going to get a complaint from HR soon if you haven't already. So just be prepared. Okay, I'll have my HR people contact your HR people. Um, however, we have maybe one of the best episodes thus far in the season to talk about today. Oh, it's not Hands maybe. Down. It is the Hands best down. one, which follows one of the weakest the episodes. Ones. <laughs> so we're going to have a lot of like, uh, 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 and then a lot of like, yes, 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 you know? <laughs> Those were some sound effects. <laughs> also, I do just have to apologize. You might hear Carver at some point. It's like hardcore bird season. If you just hear some like, just ignore it. Okay. I I do always like seeing my cat godson on camera. Am I his cat godfather? He can be. Does he have one? No, he does okay. now. <gasps> I am honored. You were my first pick for sure. <laughs> well, do you want to just dive right into the bad things and then we can have some fun? Absolutely. That's how I always like to start my dates. <laughs> then let's get your date with Master Billy Ray Cyrus out of the way. Let's get the disappointment out of the way from the jump in week eight. Because also, we're in week eight and nine of Dancing with the Stars. Which is crazy. We're in the semifinals, Chris. I know. It's May. It's gotta be May. I hate you. I hate you. Did you know know that's a song featuring Justin Timberlake? Should we go through the members of NSYNC right now? Yeah, I think that there's J.C. Chavez. Um... (laughs) That joke will never stop being funny to me, and I don't think it was ever funny in the first place. Also featuring Aaron Carter, uh, Joey McIntyre on drums. Nick Lachey. And of course, Joey Fat One. But we're talking about Master BRC. In week eight, we have two dances that each couple is performing. Billy Ray's first dance of the evening is a foxtrot. Chris, what did he think? All he wanted, he said this many times, all he wanted was an eight. It's week eight. 
And he's like, I just want to score an eight. Get out. <laughs> we don't want you here anymore. You have been so charitable to him this entire season. So this is music to my ears. Okay, truly. yes, I've been charitable to him. But it's mostly been to try to counterpoint you. <laughs> because I, no I was like, I don't, I don't want to be so harsh on him. Because, you know, I've been kind of lukewarm on this season. And I figured yep. if I descended into your heart of darkness, <laughs> then I would never come out. But now that we have week nine to finally look upon in its glory, yes. I can say, fine, go. Get out of here. Yeah. So I think Bruno summed it up best when he called it crap. Mm. Oh. That was such an uncomfortable moment because it truly does like slip out. Like he's not like he gives his critique. He's harsh, you know, but he's, he's I think, not horrible. I think Bruno starts off too harsh. I think Bruno go I think Bruno goes in and is immediately like Billy Ray this wasn't good and like is just doing all this and but it wasn't couched in this dance isn't good it was more along the lines of like you aren't a good dancer well, and yeah, that's because, where I had the problem Yeah I can see that because he's like you're always deliciously awful yes. is like the way he phrases yeah. it Yeah and so then turning it into you are crap whether or not that was intent he intended to say that that is different than this dance was crap yeah it's a fine line but it it turns into insult now yes the dance is not good is it no. an improvement on things no. maybe not <laughs> enough it's not enough improvement like i would say as a foxtrot like it's an improvement over what he's been dancing before it's still not enough for week eight yeah but bruno i do think bruno crosses some lines with billy ray Oh, he absolutely did. And I, I really did. I felt like it was a slip up and I don't think he meant to cross that line. But then I think once he found himself on the other side of it, he kind of defended that position and he shouldn't have. He should have backpedaled. He should have shown more remorse and instead he was just like, yep, I said what I said. Mm-hmm. So the dance itself... I, I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say. Was not good. Yeah, I mean, I have things I can say, but we can move on. Do you want to? You can do it. I don't need to pile on the Billy Ray dog pile of crap. It scores an 18. He gets a 7, a 6, and a 5 from our three judges. Yeah, you don't need a dog pile because Billy Ray already knows. He knows what he's done. He knows what he did. Um, beast. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> um, I I don't know. It just it it is very uncomfortable. It's yeah. and it's it gets more uncomfortable next. <laughs> really? Yes. Because Billy Ray, Billy Ray is obviously reasonably is unhappy at what's being said because oh, for like sure. Billy Ray knows he's not that good yeah 
but that's different than like somebody else embarrassing you on television and somebody yeah. saying your crap like that's just embarrassment and here is a thing where billy ray is a disney abc employee who i'm sure took this job because his hannah montana overlords were like hi here's another good move for you to do also you're releasing an album through us so we'd love you to do this and billy ray's like sure as long as it like gets me more money sells me more things and then here's this Faye italian who's just like You're crap. How how do you respond to that? I mean, I thought Billy Ray did a very excellent job of just kind of like taking it all in stride. He didn't react too horribly. He does during this backstage interview. Yes, he he absolutely has some choice words, understandably so, like you said. But it never he never felt like he crossed a line no i but i think it gets uncomfortable after their second dance backstage because billy ray i i would assume in the moment billy ray was a little bit stunned by what was happening oh for now sure. he had time to see and think about it yeah and so in interview two billy ray is like i've got words yeah. i'm ready to i am ready to be like i think this is bullshit yeah obviously he does not say that but he is like he is a little bit seething in his low energy lack of charisma way okay but i want to talk about his mambo real quick because <laughs> i actually did think it was maybe one of his best dances of the of the season um it had many flaws so he dances a mambo for his second dance of the night it had many flaws but he really appeared to be having fun is how I took it which after what had happened in the first dance and the comments that he got I really applauded him for going out there and really looking like he let loose he was feeling it and I it looked like he was feeling good as far as the dance went so I was finally like I can be charitable to Billy Ray I can compliment him was it riddled with like mistakes yes but I really saw it this time. I thought there was some bold, occasional, intricate footwork that mm -hmm. required Billy Ray to do a lot. Good for him. I enjoyed the dance, if only because Karina murdered it, and I really just watched her. It was yeah. kind of a slow mambo, which was different, yep. but I liked it. Um, and I, I, my favorite part of the dance is that once it was over, Billy Ray was like, okay, I'm gonna go talk to Muhammad Ali, who's in the audience. And I enjoyed that. Yeah, I thought that was precious. And that was the best part of the routine. Yeah. <clears throat> and it scored a 20, a 6, and two sevens. So, in the end, Billy Ray... Long overstayed his welcome. Oh, by the way, Billy Ray was sent home after this week surprise yep. i mean with a combined score of 38 out of 60 was he gonna stay i mean he's done it before but this time he had to overcome he would have had to overcome nine points and there was no way it was happening yeah um he overstayed his welcome he is welcomed into the pantheon of weakest dancing contestants of dancing with the stars yep and 
that's my piece. <laughs> yep. R.I.P. Billy Ray Cyrus. In no peace. We are now going to move on to our week nine fallen hero. Mm. That's charitable. Hero, it, it was a choice. <laughs> you were brave. Controversial yet brave. That's what you were. I'm always controversial yet brave on this podcast. Correct. So our fallen week nine couple person. <laughs> why don't you introduce his name? It is Ian Searing and his partner, Cheryl Motherforkin Burke. So Ian, Ian yeah. leaves us after these two weeks, mm -hmm. but don't worry. <laughs> I know we'll get to it. But before Ian goes, don't worry. He did exactly what Katie wanted. He went to a therapist. <laughs> I have been vindicated twice on this podcast. The first time was such a pleasant surprise. This time felt like my ego inflated so much this time. I am correct always. I am the new Lynn Goodman. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that whole segment. But first, in week eight, it's Cheryl's birthday. Katie, how old do you think Cheryl Burke? turned on this birthday in 2007 i think 10 because they had 10 candles because <laughs> ian just wants a 10. yep um realistically probably like 23. that is correct <gasps> she because was turning 23. i'm always right chris <laughs> <laughs> vindication for the third time the oracle of just meaningful plastic correct so um they also in this package show ian saying that this is the season with the toughest competition yet i understand that's a reality tv thing that you do like I have been watching so much Top Chef in the last year, mm -hmm. and every season, like at the end, the judges say, wow, this is the best food we've ever had on the show. Yeah. This is the closest the finale's ever been. Like, yeah. it, it, and uh, that happens in like any reality show you watch. Yeah. However, there is no way Ian can sell me that. And I would be like, oh, maybe he's right. There's no way they could ever sell me that. Yeah, I mean, I can, like, kind of see, because I guess the top four feel pretty evenly matched. Yes, I suppose if we're saying it's the toughest competition yet because there isn't necessarily a yeah. far and away front runner. Yeah, because... But that's that's kind of discounting that Joey and... Joey has been, like, pole to pole so far. Layla yeah. has been chomping at the bit, and Apollo is coming on strong yeah yeah so i don't i did not buy it i mean if i were to buy that then 
sell me the Brooklyn Bridge. Would you like to buy the Brooklyn Bridge? <laughs> so they dance a foxtrot to Baby It's Cold Outside. Again, in it's May. May. <laughs> I literally was like, Cheryl said, for Halloween, I just want Christmas. <laughs> Cheryl's one flaw is not knowing what season it is. Apparently. So, yes, they dance a foxtrot to Baby It's Cold Outside. Um, I think I enjoyed it, but I didn't have strong feelings. It, it wasn't my cup of tea. Um, just because it felt very slow. And I felt like they were standing so far apart. I thought they were standing, like, miles apart. And I didn't love that. I, I truly think you're underestimating how few feelings I have about this. Okay. <laughs> like, she looked great. Yeah. It was, cl- like, it was good. But I just didn't have enthusiasm. I will say this. So it scores a 22, an 8, and two sevens, And they are the dance that kicks off week 8. In, like, the realm of the season... That felt very underscored because we have seen dances get so inflated that that dance getting a 22, even if it is a dance that makes leaves you feeling that lackluster, just felt so weird. Yes, but I didn't hate it because in context with the rest of the episode, the judges scored consistently. Like nobody was scoring really all that high. Yeah. And I think that's fair because all the dances were like, this was competent. It's not good enough. Like yeah. that's almost my thing about week eight and and this dance in particular, where I was like, okay, this is good. Where's yeah. anything more? Yeah. I want to be wowed. It scores a twenty two. Well, you're not gonna be wowed in week eight. I'm so sorry, honey. You're gonna be wowed in week nine, but there's, in week eight. There's one dance. Eight. There's one dance I'm gonna be wowed by in week eight so their second dance of the night was a a Roomba I wanted more fluidity from him I was pleasantly surprised at his hip movements but it it did not excite me we still hate Roombas technically he did very well in this dance I thought I agree very much about the hips it, it worked. His arm placements were right. They looked, to me, they looked smooth and flowing. My thing, this was a rumba to imagine mm-hmm. by John Lennon. Mm-hmm. Is, is he a Beatle? Oh my God. Was that a legitimate question? <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. Oh my God. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He is a Beatle. Oh my well, God. how fitting. <laughs> Heather Mills this season. We got a Beatles song, Chris. At least it wasn't a song by Paul. Can you can you name? So obviously, I just said we have Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. John Lennon. John Lennon. Ringo. And the other one. There's four. Paul, Ringo, John. You're the Oracle. Give me who you think is the fourth <laughs> Beatle. Um, 
The other one who died, I don't know, Mark. <laughs> what's Ringo's last name? Star. And what's Mark's last name? Bennett. <laughs> Is Mark Bennett a thing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just throwing out English sounding things. George Harrison. Oh, I was never getting that. You were correct. George Harrison is also not alive. Yeah, I knew two of them died. Didn't Ringo die, like, at a concert? Ringo is alive. Oh. <laughs> it's only one of them? Dead? Who's dead? John and the other one are dead? <laughs> John and George, whose name I just said of being <laughs> the one, one who is dead. And then you said, oh, well... <laughs> Oh my god. Um, uh, no, John John was assassinated. At a concert? No. Did one of them die at a concert? Did I make that up? Yes, you did. Okay. Um, I'm a One but, Direction girl. You know me. So, um, they're, they're dancing to Imagine. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of a serious rumba song not necessarily a seductive rumba song Mm -hmm. in trying to give off serious Mm -hmm. i think ian was giving way more angry intense vibes than he Mm -hmm. meant to and i just think that's his natural energy level and i just don't know if he realizes that yeah so this dance gets an eight an eight and a nine for a score of 25 they assume they're going to be in the bottom two and they are not mm-hmm. that means they had to make up i mean they had to make up at six points to the next closest person so mm-hmm. they're like well we're whatever and they aren't and now ian gets to confront the idea that he gives off intense angry vibes ian gets to confront his trust issues ian gets to figure out his life with the arrival of a head coach. A life coach. Ian gets a therapist. How much did you cringe when that happened? I I laughed not at the idea of a therapist. That is not why I laughed. We, obviously, we here at JMP are pro-therapy. So pro-therapy. I am in regular therapy shout out molly (laughs) love her to death we are pro therapy here when i saw a therapist walk on scene i burst into giggles because i was like i literally just said this last week Mm -hmm. um i love being right maybe i need to talk to my therapist about that but i love being right (laughs) i just liked the word words that were used were just trying to find your true self yes and that just that kind of sent me over the edge because it's everything we've said yes and what obviously again we're not like trying to belittle the idea of no therapy or like everybody has their own journey to go on with yes. finding happiness and security and whatever yeah. but it just made me laugh that here is all these things we've been talking about. And they're finally like, well, what if we just brought in a therapist? A therap- what if we made Ian go to therapy on national television? But we're not going to call it therapy. Mm-hmm. It's a life coach. 
So, we'll talk about the week nine dance dances. For week nine, the contestants were allowed to choose the two styles of dances they did. One ballroom, one Latin. They are not the same routines as they did before, but they okay. are same styles that they've done. Ian, basically everybody but Apollo and Julianne use the same strategy. And I am not here for it. What's the strategy? All of them do dances that were their highest scoring, except oh, for Apollo yeah. and Julianne. Yeah, no, and they did dances that have been done within the last like two to three weeks. Yes. I didn't like that. I am okay if you do one, but everybody was doing like two of their highest scoring dances. Yeah, like, oh, we scored a 29. Oh, we scored a 30. Let's yeah. do it again. And, and that's the thing. Like, obviously, now week nine ends up being an incredibly strong performance episode. Yeah. Like, I would say all six of these dances are great to mm -hmm. uh, incredible. Yeah. I would argue five. Uh, no, I would argue, how many do we have? Six? Mm -hmm. We have more than six, right? <laughs> Math. We no, have eight dances. Eight. I would argue that at least six of the eight. I would argue everyone but, but Ions are incredible. <laughs> That's why I was like, do I hedge my bets and say verging on greatness? But I'm still right because I said six dances were all great to incredible. And True. you know what? We'll take it. True. Um, <laughs> You are the new Oracle. Congratulations. I'll be your apprentice, Oracle. Yes. Um, but if these dances hadn't been all that great, I mean, you're you're treading on thin ice of you're comparing them to the ones you've done before. What if you don't improve? What if you get worse in some things? Yep. That's why I would never do like your two best dances. I would do one that I did very well on, but mm -hmm. isn't necessarily my best. Mm-hmm. Because that way you can save it to repeat that dance. In and the then, finale. Mm -hmm. And then I would do like my week one or week two dance, whichever I liked more. Mm -hmm. That's what you do. But whatever. So Ian and Cheryl do a tango. They did it the first time in week seven for a 27. They improve upon their score by one, nine, ten, nine, but the 10 from Len. So. Any thoughts on this tango? Okay. I have talked about this before with Ian. And I saw it a lot in the tango especially. His knees are so rigidly bent. And I could not stop staring at that. And I don't know if that is a thing. I don't know if that's proper. But it just looked so unnatural. I could not stop staring at his knees. From our couple weeks where we learned the tango, because Katie and I once did a ballroom dancing class together. Because of course we did. I recall when we were learning the tango, I felt very uncomfortable because of how like your knees are supposed to be and bent and like it could feel rigid. I remember them being bent, but his just looks so uncomfortably bent. I, I didn't notice any, anything, but that's because from my experience i'm like that's kind of what it is yeah um so i i thought that the dance was they had much better connection and i thought it was an improvement but it mm -hmm. still didn't like blow me away yeah i do realize i was being ready to like oversell this dance 
by calling like everything great because i was like it was pretty good yeah. um his intensity had nuance to it for once yes. it wasn't like a one note performance mm -hmm. and i liked that mm -hmm. um i just i wished there had been a little more content for him to do mm -hmm. oh. cheryl has cheryl has done tangos where like the males have so much to do yeah this one felt that there wasn't enough for him for mm -hmm. me fascinating i just don't ever really like critique cheryl burke's choreography but like you said it and i was like oh i can totally see that it just feels so it's great choreography and she's still a great tango choreographer yeah but i just found myself thinking i would like to see what he would do more yeah so then they perform a jive the first time they did a jive this one was much earlier which is week good three. still yeah. one of their higher scoring dances but it was a week three 24. katie did this jive leave you all shook up no and i you know why it was an elvis jive he was trying too hard to be loose and it took away from the integrity of a jive i actually thought this was maybe his best dance yeah no thank you I thought this was maybe his best. I hated the Elvis wig that he had on. It was atrocious. I hated the wig. I hated him. I hated the, I didn't hate the dance. I'm being very dramatic right now. I, don't roll your eyes at me. Thank you very much. I just didn't. It's an audio medium. Nobody knows. I know. I know. <laughs> I was just like, I don't get why when we have jives, our pros are like, oh, you know what we should do? We should channel a really loose character or a really loose film or whatever. Like, stop it. Stop doing that. It makes me upset and I don't care for it. I get that. But he is somebody that we've said a lot of times it doesn't feel like he ever has fun. That he's like working hard to have fun. This one kind of did feel a little bit fun like do i think it was a perfect 30 score no. no am i mad that he got it so that he got one and you could tell how overjoyed he was and i was like you know what it seemed legitimately genuine and that was yes. cool for him my thing i will agree doing an elvis jive is frustrating because like so the song all shook up i just always thought this is never going to set fire yes it's going to be good, it can be fun, but it's not going to ignite. It's a smoldering burn through the whole dance, mm -hmm. and I just want it to catch flame. Yeah. Like, if you want to, I know this isn't an Elvis song, but if you want the same tone, do a jive to Great Balls of Fire and have mm -hmm. yourself, like, like blow the place up. Mm -hmm. But most Elvis songs are not going to give you that. Yeah, I mean, it's... I guess I am somewhat happy that he got a, not happy. I recognize his joy in getting a 30 and I can be happy that he's happy. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. We've been working on that a lot. Your work in therapy has really paid off. <laughs> so now it's time to well, move on. Do you want to eulogize him? No. No. <laughs> All right. Do you? Uh, I am. That tells you everything that Katie thinks about you. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that you found your true self through this show. Bye forever. Moving on. And 
what Cheryl said about you was probably unfair. And well, we don't know. We weren't there. We don't know. Well, she shouldn't have said it on a podcast. Probably not. Have I said things that I regret on a podcast? No. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, I have. <laughs> so bye forever, Ian. You learned, you grew, you got a therapist. And you got a 30, so. There you have it. All right. Let's talk about the three finalists. We begin with the man who has really taken off in the past couple weeks. Mm -hmm. It is Apollo Anton Ono and his partner Julianne Huff. Okay, they start week eight with a tango. And not just any tango, a tango to Jesse's girl. Yes. I'm going to say some things, and then I'm going to directly contradict what I say. Stop rolling your eyes at me. So I thought that this dance was phenomenal. I thought this dance was wonderful however I felt nothing no chemistry <gasps> no partnership no. I loved let me keep talking I loved <gasps> I loved I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm just gonna make sound effects over here because I hate everything you're saying I loved Julianne's pants I loved mm. Julianne's costume mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. <laughs> Kieran had made a comment in the past about Ian and about how when he dances, he forgets to breathe. I felt like I saw that in Apollo in this tango. I just wanted to scream at him like, breathe, breathe. Also, Len said that the dance lacked passion and drama. So I'm correct. I disagreed with Len, but Len is, like, consistent in giving that criticism. Uh -huh. So I wasn't mad about it. Uh -huh. um, because he's he's consistent in, like, oh, it was, like, all the, like, flashing lights, crashing music. Like, he yeah. does that a lot throughout the history of the show. Uh -huh. So he has his beliefs of what a tango should look like. Uh -huh. um, so that's why I'm not mad at it. Because mm -hmm. I just understand that's what he's looking for. Yep. For me, I loved this. I loved this. Mm -hmm. The opening of it, there's not anything special or notable about it. Mm -hmm. And my jaw just dropped. Mm -hmm. I just thought it was incredible. But did you like, because I loved it too. But I felt no emotion behind that love. Did you feel emotion behind your love? Okay. Yes. I I feel like week eight really got me into Apollo even more. Because we've said his dancing has been consistently improving and getting yes. exciting. Yes. In this package, he just came off as like this kind of like just like a dopey young fun kid. See, and I, I, I don't mean I don't mean dopey in a bad way. I mean yeah. dopey and just like I'm here for a good time. And he's like he's not immature. 
but he's not mature yet. He's just like, he's a 25 year old who's like mm -hmm. here on this big stage and he's just kind of like being him. And I, I just came to be like, you know what? I get him. I like him. And then he dances and they were so good. I just, it got me so excited for him. I feel we have said this before. If he just had slightly bigger reactions in the packages, I would be so fully on the Apollo train. I watch his package and I feel, I don't, I don't feel negative. I don't feel positive. I'm like, okay, I took that in. And then he dances and I'm like, I am all in. And then I get to another package and I'm like, well, I don't really feel anything. And then he dances and then I'm like, I am all in. So like, that's where I'm struggling with him is like, if he just had a hair more personality, I would be all in. I, would, and I, yeah. I get it. Cause I said that exact thing yes, in the last past. Week. Yeah. But I don't know. Somehow it just coalesced. It was like, I get it. He's just like a guy that you're like hanging out with on your couch. You're just like college friends or something. Yeah. So I, I was like, I don't need something big, telegenic. It worked. And that dance was so good. When obviously heavily criticized it, gave it an eight, but it scores a 28. No, it scores a 27. N no, they end up giving him a 28. Do they? They do. And I know that because at the end of the night, we'll explain why all of this is happening in a moment. Yeah. At the end of the night, when they say Apollo's combined score, oh, it has to be the 28. So okay. for one of the first times ever, they actually decide we will change the score or there was a mistake. So Carrie Ann gives it a 10. As soon verbally, as it's verbally, verbally gives, it, gives a 10. it a 10. As soon as they announce the score, Samantha says, unfortunately, Carrie Ann clocked in a nine. So she actually gave it a nine. So you're getting it's a 27. It's a 27. Yep. Um, and the place is is mad. Joey is in the back, like, booing because he's mad for them, which I loved. Yep. Um, and apparently there, it, it sounded vaguely like there might have been a computer issue, that it was, like, not a, that's my assumption of why they allowed it to be a 10 in the end. Mm -hmm. But it does score a 28. Are you checking on the wiki to make sure I'm correct? Because, girl, I already did that. No, I'm not checking anything. Oh, I thought you had your phone. That's what it looked like to me. I did have my phone, but I wasn't checking anything that had anything to do with the podcast. Oh, I assumed you were fact-checking. Most of the time when I look at my phone during this, I'm fact-checking the falsehoods you're spreading. Oh, can't really. I just go on Instagram. <laughs> I talk long enough that you can just look at Instagram. Okay, his next dance in week eight. Holy shirt. This is another, I don't know if you knew this, this is another iconic Apollo dance. Oh no, I didn't realize that. The Paso is? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. So as soon as I realized what we were getting, I was like, let's go. Yeah, I literally, the only word like the only thing i could write down is i can only come up with the word impressive like it was just 
lights out phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I agree. I love, did you love the pre-dance moves? Yes. Ripped. He ripped that cape off. And it was phenomenal. Yeah, she has a, like, a skirt on. He rips it off, turns it into a cape. Yep. Like, does cape work, and then eventually puts it back on her as a dress. Yes. And I was immediately hooked. It's so good. It was just a fantastic dance. Mm -hmm. It was so good. Their unison leap toward the end. Phenomenal. I mean, like, literally everything about it was just phenomenal. Mm -hmm. It was such a good dance. Did you recognize the music? No. This It's a very different arrangement. It's the Sean and Derek supersized freestyle song. Oh, yeah. I did not realize that. Yep. Huffery is afoot. Okay, so maybe maybe it's not iconic, and I just know it so well because it is the first appearance of Carnival de Paris, and like I just know it because I'm like, no, no, I feel like I've seen bits of it. I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah. such a good dance. He it just should be he an iconic he dance. comes alive in week eight. He yes, just he launches himself into being like a true contender for the crown in week nine. Apollo continues his streak. Yes. With a quick step. The first time they did this was week two, and they got a 26. Mm -hmm. I, again, love that they picked their week one and two dances. Amen. Because even though they scored well in those dances, you get to show just how much you've grown. That's the whole thing, is you're showing growth and you're able to show how good you are you're able to get great scores but you're also saving dances that you performed very well for the finale imagine that they're like you know what i was so good at the samba i'm gonna perform a samba this week yes and now you can't do what's probably samba. your you can't do your best dance of the season on finale night yep Julianne is, even though it's her first season, she seems to really understand... The game? Yes. It's almost like the Huff family gets how to play Dancing with the Stars. Yes. So this quick step... Is incredible. Is incredible. Incredible. They used... Every inch of the floor. I loved the opening. She's on the stairs. He's by the judge's table. And he's... Or am I reversed? You're reversed. Okay. He's up... Because he's up on the stairs. Yes. And I didn't immediately see him. And I thought he was one of the band members. Was like back. Like three rows in the back. And I was like... God, he's gonna struggle to get up there in time. And then I was like... Oh, he's on the stair. Yeah, so he's up at the top of the stairs and has to run to her at the judge's table. But he doesn't run. He, like, dances across yes. the floor to her. Which, it was like a move you would do in a hold. Like, the leaping, quick-step yes. move. And he, like, does it solo, and it looks so natural. It's so cool. Like, his posture in hold. Phenomenal. It's yes. so tight and controlled. This quick-step 
I have the tiniest nitpick and it's not even like a, a big nitpick. deal. Like my nitpick is his final leap. I think he could have been even higher when they're doing like the we're still in hold and one of us jumps and then yeah. the other goes and then I go. Like when he jumped, I was like, you know, I think he could be even higher. Mm -hmm. But that's like, it was already high. <laughs> it was incredible. It was such a good dance. It, it looked so easy for him. And he emoted. I mean, it was, it was, there's literally, I don't know how you could critique it. Except Perfect. for that his, except for that his jump should have been a little bit higher. But I'm not even critiquing that because no. I'm like, I think that could make it a 31 out of 30. <laughs> then they perform a cha-cha. First time they did it in week one, they got a 21. And they pushed it here. They pushed it real good. I truly, I told Chris that there was like two dances that I couldn't really critique. All I could do was take them in. This is one of the dances that I very much so struggled to like write notes about because I just experienced it. Like I, this is maybe one of my favorite dances that we've seen thus far. That's how much I loved it. Wow. I loved this dance. I thought it was very, very strong. Mm -hmm. I So I'm not fully on board the Len train because Len criticizes it. He thinks it shifts away from being a cha-cha into being too raunchy. Yep. I thought they threaded the right line of being like sexy and raunchy and it was helped by julianne was in a very different cha-cha dress like a lot of material on it yeah it's it was not my favorite cha-cha that's kind of what it comes down to i and liked it a lot it's not I my can, favorite cha-cha i can understand that and i can understand the criticism and i can understand why len said what he said do i agree with it no do i understand it yes when it was happening was i like len's not gonna like this yes i just was so floored by this dance like it was just one of those where like it just it just took me to my happy place and there i was yeah it's so good he is so good mm -hmm. he he stepped up in the oh, second half of the season time. big time so this dance sees a 29 nine from len. nine surprise 10 from the other two that score of 59 puts them in the bottom two with ian but good news, Ian's 58 sends him home. Yep. Could you imagine if Apollo goes home instead of Ian's earring? It would change everything. A lot of Dancing with the Stars would be changed. I was just thinking, like, it would make the finale feel less exciting because Ian has stepped up. Ian improved in his last couple weeks, yeah. but he did not step up to the level that Apollo did. No. You can bring us to our next contestant. I don't know how. Yeah, just however you want. Don't think, just do. Ian, don't think, just do. I need my therapist. Um, <laughs> moving on to our next contestant. We have Joey Fatone and his partner, Kim Lakes for Days Johnson. They go to the Kentucky Derby. 
So stupid. Well, one know what was really stupid. <laughs> you get to go to the Kentucky Derby and wear fabulous hats. And Kim just wears the most stupid giant like sun hat. She had the entirety of Dancing with the Stars' wardrobe of hats <laughs> at her disposal. And she was like, I'm just going to wear this big floppy sun hat. Kim, do better. I did not pay attention to her hat, so I'm sorry. <sighs> okay. Let's talk about... Katie, I'll just let you talk about how you cried at this waltz. And we'll all go on our merry way. And we'll get to talk about other dances. Okay, I didn't like cry cry. My eyes welled up, but nothing spilled over. So, for you, it wasn't a full-blown cry. <laughs> okay, here's what you have. Here's what I have. It was a straightforward waltz, so it wasn't trick-heavy. It wasn't any, you know, it was, it was just a beautiful waltz. His butt came out at times. I couldn't tell if his shoulders came up a bit, but I thought it was gorgeous. I thought it was smooth. It was easy. It was beautiful. I enjoyed it. I did not cry. When you told me about it, you told me you cried. No, I told you that I cried at one waltz. Oh, that's right. I watched. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing, fam. When I watched this and I was like, did okay. Did you hate watch it? Did you hate watch it? No. You did. No. I guess I, I knew there were two waltzes mm -hmm. and they came out and they were like styled to be like they were kids in a ballroom dance competition. Yep. And I was like, Katie's gonna, okay, just based on guesses. I was like, Katie's gonna think this is just like sweet and cute and just like. Because I had, I had told Chris that I cried in one waltz and that it was surprising but also not at all surprising. And that yes. is all that I said. Okay, so that's why I was like, of course it's going to be Joey. So it, I forgot. Ugh. See, it's all, it's in the words of Celine, it's all coming back to me now. Mm -hmm. um, I can barely recall, <laughs> but it's all coming back. Um, it, it, so I just, just <laughs> I love I, that song. <laughs> So I just assumed, like, okay, the way they were, like, doing this childhood thing, I just thought it was going to work on Katie. So I wasn't hate-watching it, but I was like, it's cute, but how is this going to make somebody cry? And then, you're right, this is not the one that makes you cry. <laughs> yeah, correct. You're like, oh, just tell them how you cried. And I'm like, well, I can't, because I didn't. Okay, well, I'll be, I'll be mean at the next one about how you cried at the next one because that's appropriate to be mean at why you cried <laughs> um so yeah i i mean it was cute it just it lacked some razzle dazzle which was playing to len they played to len and len liked it for that reason yes and the other judges criticized for that reason yeah. um yeah but it was it was a beautiful waltz. Like you yeah. can't you can't say that it wasn't. But yeah, it was, it was just it was lacking. Just fine. Yes. Nine nine eight twenty six. And now after that emotional roller coaster, let's go ahead and move on to their next dance. <laughs> after I was just, <laughs> I was just nailed to the cross. 
I'm sorry. Apparently, I was just feeling aggressive. <laughs> yeah, you were. Bowser Dockum over there. It's a me, Mambo and Richelli Fat One. <laughs> callbacks, callbacks to earlier episodes. They're everything. I mean, I'll do my Bowser impression now. <laughs> weirdly, weird, noise? weirdly, very similar to my Chewbacca impression. Oh, let's hear that. <laughs> Here's mine. Um... Hey, that's better than mine. <laughs> okay, Mambo, go! Um, this Mambo took way too long to get started for me. Yep. But, I mean, how often have they done that? I mean, Max has been so guilty of it. Like, Joey and Kim have been guilty of it. Like, so many couples have been guilty of that this season that they take forever to start the dance. Joey and Kim? I think they have some. That's, no, okay. Some. They haven't been the biggest culprits, but they've done it. And this dance especially felt so short to me. It felt like it just kind of all of a sudden was done. It felt shorter than any other dance to me. I think he struggled in week eight. Um, mm-hmm. This dance, he felt overwhelmed to me, which you have not seen from him up to this point. Did you like this? It was fine. It. I didn't. didn't yeah. It, I didn't it, like it. I don't know that I could go so far as to say that I didn't like it. Um, it didn't pack a punch. Some of their yes. moves got out of sync. Yes. He felt overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And the singers did a horrible job of singing the song. I mean, so many things went wrong. It just, it, and it, again, it took so long to start. And then it all of a sudden was over. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. And the judges ate it up. Yeah. Well, Len made a comment, which I had not ever paid attention to. They start on the two, and Len, like, applauded them for attempting that. That, that to me, I was like, okay, we can do music things, but in terms of dance, that gets, like, way more technical than, than I'm yeah. confident in doing. Yeah. So Len gives it a nine, it gets a 29, but they land in the bottom two. Shocking. He is 17 points ahead of Billy Ray. He is eight points ahead of Ian, and he lands in the bottom two. Wild. Shock and awe. Shock and awe. But he doesn't go home, so it could be worse. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Week eight is not Joey's week. His week. Nope, it's not. I mean, he scores well, but But not his week. No. Well, most people... Week eight was not their week. Apollo, I think, is the only one who comes out shiny. I would agree. I think he won week eight for sure. Yes. And he... I I don't think Apollo wins week nine, but you could make a case for, like, three people winning week nine. Yeah, week nine is a tie. With one other person. Um. So now, week nine for Joey. Here's the thing that I have to complain about before we even start talking about his dances. He does the exact same, not the exact because the choreography is different. He does the exact same two dance styles that he did two weeks prior. 
both of the dance styles he chose, he performed in week seven. And in week seven, he scored 59 out of 60. Yes. And so it's just like, I take issue with that. Mm -hmm. However, that's, that's the only thing. Because I, because I also think these are two good dance styles for them. Like, let's Absolutely. make that clear. These Absolutely. are two great dance styles for I understand why we did it. I understand how we got here. But it's like, you can push yourself. Yes. Joey can do better. Show me your growth. You know, what mm -hmm. was the Star Wars dance? What style was that? That was a tango. Yeah, show me a tango. Show me a non-Star Katie, they're never, going, they're never going to do that because they're going to do the tango again. Next week? I mean, if I had told you Joey is going to perform one dance again in the finale, what dance are you doing? Star Wars. Yeah, you're doing the tango. So you're never performing a tango here. But I I think, I will say, as much as I said, like, you can do more, do better. They do a lot yeah, in these do. two dances. So as much as I want to fault it, I also can't because they do it really well. Yeah. So this first fat one dance of week nine is a foxtrot to my guy. Uh-huh. I love him in routines that like feel so classic, so suave, but then have a little bit of a twist mm -hmm. to them. Not too much of a twist, like that one where Joey was like mm -hmm. trying to get, I can't remember it, but like the one where he's like going manic to get Kim to, like, I hated that one. But this one where he's, they're just doing like small, like yeah. little flirts back and forth. And like, I thought it was just like a nice little cheeky addition. That's, I, that's what I wrote is like, this wasn't elegant, but it was so charming and so cheeky. I disagree. Was... I think it is elegant, but then they sprinkle in a little bit else. Okay. And that's what works for me. It wasn't too much of the other things. It was yes. majority elegant. I loved it. I loved this foxtrot. I just Agreed. thought it was it was gorgeous. It looked so easy for him. I hate that, like, every time I'm going to reference a dancer, you know who it's going to be. But, like, it was just so Fred Astaire. It was so Gene Kelly. Mm -hmm. And I know that's all we will ever reference. Like, even the judges, if they're ever going to reference a classic Hollywood dancer, it will always be Gene or Fred. Mm -hmm. But, like, honestly, that's what it was. Mm -hmm. I loved it. I loved the Foxtrot. It gets a it, 30. It deserved every point of it. Hey, it improved one on their last one. Yeah. Ugh. Now, they, perf they perform a jive. And their jive the last time got a 30, so they cannot improve upon it. This was the second dance of the night. That mm -hmm. I just had to sit back. Mm -hmm. And it, it was, I have overused the word incredible. It was. Preach it, girl. Incredible. Amen. There was so much energy yes it, it, it literally it was perfect like yes i have not thrown the word perfect out when describing a dance this was a perfect dance incredible did you notice the misstep 
No. Joey, like, starts to lose his balance on a kickout, has to set his foot down, now is off on his feet. He has to be, like, the weight on the other foot now, so he has to find a way to recover. I mean, I watched it twice to make sure I saw what I saw. Uh-huh. The way that he recovers from it, I have no idea how he did it, considering how much content, how quick the yes. jive was. Like, I saw, it, like, obviously, I saw that it was an imperfection. I would not have taken a point off because no. of the way he comes back from it. And, like, he's also, throughout much of the dance, battling a suspender that keeps coming off. Oh, I saw that. Um, I watched that a lot. It, like, I have no idea how they were doing what they were doing in this dance. I don't either. It, it was unreal. The splits. Everything, the drops into the splits. Everything about it was just like, yes, yes, work. Yeah, like it was unreal. It's it's incredible. It was incredible. He does another thing of he has to travel a long way at the beginning without Kim and like does it dancing jive style, which was perfect. I mean the times where they're in hold and are doing kickouts and then holding them for a like it was one of the most fabulous jives the show has ever seen second to stacy keebler you know my favorite jives are yet to come in like eons from now but (laughs) baby i'll keep on turning and Jordan Fisher just does that point at the judges and the nod. Rocky ball burning. Burning! Paige. Paige gets all uh, of those turns in. Oh my god. Uh, we, we have to the, stop. Like, 40 I'm turns. Gonna, I'm gonna have to watch that dance. I'm, you know exactly what I'm doing after we're done. Yeah, literally, we're gonna hang up and we're both going to watch Paige's and then Jordan's and then Paige's again. And then Paige's again. again. <laughs> <laughs> I've never hated Except before... <laughs> Except before I go to Pages the second time, I will watch Jordan do the cocky, like, nod at the judges that I love so much. One of the most incredible things the show's ever seen. The most incredible second. All right. Joey scores a 30. (laughs) Wow. Wow. So wow. He ends the night on a 60 out of 60. Yep. Good for them. He is one point above Apollo. Mm -hmm. And he is tied for first with our only lady left. Layla Ali and her partner Maxim Shimakovsky. In week eight, her father makes his first appearance in the ballroom. And it's one of the only times they've mentioned him yes. to date. Yes. Which shows such restraint for week eight. Yes. I took a lot of issue with Max in week eight. Their first dance that they perform is a waltz. And it starts with a Max solo while Layla is on the stairs with her head on a pillow. Len is not happy about how much she doesn't dance at the beginning. Mm -hmm. I would agree. I think it's very interesting that Layla talks basically after both dances about how she felt based on how some of the other contestants were doing this season that they needed some more like 
showman things. They needed some more like theatricality. And mm -hmm. so she was pushing for things like this. Mm -hmm. I think that's very interesting. I think Max clearly doesn't know how to do those things because mm -hmm. his solution is Layla will be laying on a pillow. And not this dancing. is clearly, I think this is a very good show of Max doesn't understand the game. Yes. When you have one pro in Julianne, who it's her first time out and she gets it, she understands it. Some might say that she kind of, in, not invents it, but you know what I mean? Like she kind of like writes the rule book on it. Yes. Max. Like Cheryl, Cheryl kind of codifies a lot of things in her back-to-back yes. -back wins. Yes. Julianne, I think, pushes it to another level. Absolutely. And Max is left floundering. Mm -hmm. And I would agree. I think I, I think the pillow bit works if it was like half the length. Yeah, that's the thing. Is he if she does like stuff, immediately gets up and starts like moving on her own. Absolutely. But the fact that we have however many measures we have of mm -hmm. Max spinning and, you know, slowly meandering towards her, it just isn't working. I mean, I thought it was a very lovely dance. It was understated. I think Layla does so well at being so good without, like, flash. Yes. Yes. It's good and exciting without them actually doing, like, big, exciting things. Mm-hmm. Now, Katie, tell us about your tears i cried i cried in this dance despite having issue with it it was gorgeous it was beautiful she gets to blow her father a kiss and i cried it's lovely it's it's really good i can't yep. believe weepy carrie ann didn't cry i know she's not weepy yet well Either way, they score a 27. Mm -hmm. It's very good. And then for their second round, they do a jive. Mm -hmm. Bad, bad Leroy Brown. More like fine, fine Leroy Brown. Yeah. Again, way too long an intro. Yep. Um, it felt like a proper jive, for sure. I thought her kicks and her flicks were excellent i thought that this feels weird to say because it's a jive i wanted more strength in her arms and so things i've said before yeah <laughs> that you've criticized me for i don't know that i don't think the judges have talked about it yet and i don't know if it quite applies to this dance but the judges in later seasons will talk about how you have to like push through the movement and you have to extend beyond your reach and i wanted more of that from her in this dance mm -hmm. oh great oracle of the past i agree with some of your teachings before that based on week eight it made me wonder is Layla ali being underserved by maxim shimakovsky yes and, I mean, the evidence is there in week eight. Have I said that before? <laughs> Me? <laughs> yes, I have. Many a time. 
9 from Carrie Ann and Bruno, 8 from Len, a 26. They score 53 on the night. Mm-hmm. It's good enough for third place. Mm-hmm. And then, good news, she's not underserved again. So they perform a quick step, which they previously did in week 7 for a score of 29. Mm-hmm. A bold choice. Um, what did you think of the package leading into their week nine dances? Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. They are Describe like it. at each other's throats. More than we've seen in the past. It's it's a very tense package. He brings her flowers. And then they immediately move into like, oh, let's go meet Layla's family. It was just a weird, like, it was just a weird package. They're just such headstrong people yes. that it's not surprising this happened, but it just turned into like, I mean, he's trying to teach her in his way. Yes. She's. And, and she says like, you have to teach me. And he's like, I am. And she's like, no, you're not. Like, it's just a mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. It's odd. Yeah. So it's, it's not a. It, it does not foretell success, but good news. Sometimes the signs can be wrong. This walk like an Egyptian quick step had so many good things in it. It was wonderful. Okay, they had... Are you going to of... talk about the pass? Are you going to talk about the pass that I want to talk about? What's the pass? The part where they basically do a samba roll in a quick step. Uh, maybe. You you go ahead. They're facing each other, and they do a bit where they're like they are really doing like a forward facing samba roll. But it's it's like one looks elevated from the yeah. like that's how it's, I that's yeah. that that's why I was like it's like a samba roll in a quick step. Yeah. Because it became like diagonal bits, and then they'd like rotate through. Like it's it, it, they were doing a samba roll it while facing each other. Is in, cr- I my, I I don't even have the words because and it like just... they're traveling so far as they're doing it. That's what it, I mean by like a pass. It was um, unreal. Such great contrast between fast and slow in this. Like I will say, the first big quick travel sequence she almost bordered on out of control chaotic Uh but again that's just me looking for the smallest nitpicks yes because this is a great routine yeah the move where they're circling but it looks like one is higher than the other is is just in I've, i've never seen it done the quick step roll incredible i will we now demand this in every quick step yes yeah, it was just a very, very good dance. And it scores a 30, and it's so deserved. Yep. And our final dance of week nine that we get to talk about mm-hmm. is their cha-cha. Their cha-cha uh, in week six scored a 28. Mm-hmm. And I loved... So this is a cha-cha to the song She's a Lady. Mm-hmm. And I loved that, like, Walk Like an Egyptian is kind of a serious, intense, quick step Mm -hmm. performance. And this is like, 
intense in like a sassy way. Like I loved that they were sort of in the same mood, but not, and gave a contrast in that way. I thought it was really interesting. Mm -hmm. It played to her strengths. Mm -hmm. You doing good, girl? I just felt like it paled in comparison. Yeah, that's why I've been... I felt the opposite way. Okay, and that is fine. And that is fine. That is why there are two people doing this podcast. That is why our friendship can endure. I preferred Apollo's to to Layla's. I thought Layla's was still a very good cha-cha. But because I had just had the lights punched out in Mm -hmm. like... in. And like I said, like, I think Apollo's cha-cha is one of my favorite dances I've seen in four seasons. So to then have a cha-cha that was still wonderful, and I can still say that it was wonderful, it just, it's it's the Emmett and Mario conundrum from the finale in the previous season. It just, she had to be so perfect, and she was close, but it just didn't work for me. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I I enjoyed this one because I thought she was just having so much fun. Yeah. And I liked that it wasn't like a sexy cha-cha. It Agreed. was more just like a fun cha-cha. Yes. And I liked that. Yes. It was very like, not sophisticated and not like elegant, but I totally like, mm-hmm. it, it had a class to it. Yes. And it wasn't raunchy. Mm-hmm. And I- A lot of- a lot of dances this season, I feel like, are twists on what we expect that they show, like, new ways you could do these dances. I agree. I and agree. It's It's been very interesting in that mm-hmm. way. So in the end, this cha-cha gets a 30. And it, they, it is so deserving of yeah. that 30. I recognize that. Yeah. I mean, week nine, I said this to you off pod. It might be a little too little, too late to save the season or to make it work. And it's also not the season three semifinals. Yes. But it is such a good semifinal. Yes, I totally agree. That will lead us into the finale, which will be next week. Nine Dances to Glory. We are so close. I can almost taste it. That coveted mirror ball trophy is on its way. That disco ball trophy is right within our grasp. If Katie saying that angered you, please make (laughs) sure to leave us a review. (laughs) It's because, who called it that, Ian? Flippin' Ian. (gasps) If you like that Katie said his name correctly, make sure to give us a five-star review. Um, You can rate us on Apple Podcasts. You can leave us a review. And of course, you can subscribe on any podcatcher on which you listen. Recommend it to your friends. We really enjoy doing this. We hope you're enjoying it. And I'll sprinkle in a little tease. We have some really fun stuff coming down the pipeline. Yes, So now is the time to get on the Just Meaningful Plastic bandwagon. Yeah, if you are at the ticket booth, if you are looking at prices, it's time to buy your ticket. The time is now. 
You can also interact with us on Facebook at Just Meaningful Plastic and on the Twitter at JMP Pod. I'm really excited about this finale. I am too. After week nine, I am too. And with that, Katie, I love you and I like you. Chris, I hear you and I see you. And please remember, stay tuned for The Bachelor, still featuring Chris Harrison, coming up next. (laughs) 